Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. You know what you should start doing? You should start doing, you should start doing Sunday morning coffee. You should do a sub. You should do a once a month. Listen, you know, if this is too much for you, you know, these weekly episodes, you know, hey, listen, maybe you should implement Sunday morning coffee. And it's a it's an episode where it's just relaxed and it's more casual and people listening in the in the mornings on their commute to well, okay, they wouldn't well, maybe their commute to church or something. Yeah. They could have be sipping on their Sunday morning coffee. I just and, you know, you're pretty high, you're pretty super energetic guy when it comes to <laughs> 2K. Very energetic. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, number one, uh, I don't really understand why that would be needed. Um and number two, I feel like the podcast is already relaxed, so I would not, I, or I would be surprised and actually intrigued by the idea of having an even more relaxed podcast. But Sunday morning coffee, yeah. um, maybe maybe that's something that you can take on, where you just sit with a microphone by yourself and sip yeah. on a sip on a cup of coffee and just speak. I'm not sure yeah. that people would enjoy that. What and if I'm, we did a call in Sunday morning coffee call in? It's mm. when people are off. People could speak their minds, say, give a greeting, shut up Stanley. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Advice. I mean, there's a whole number. Of I'll write it down. I mean, it's not a bad idea. No idea is a bad idea, except well, for a couple of the DJs. Except for I mean. Press Breaker, maybe. Well, that's Press not a great idea. Press Breaker is doing well, so I'm, I'm happy for them. And it's NBA playoff time. Isaac, are is you it? excited? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Any matchups that you're excited about watching? Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about watching. Cleveland, yeah, yeah, and the other one that's a little south, like in 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 like you know Alabama, that one too. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, no, that's that's really good. That's cool. So I'm glad that you're getting that much out of it. Um, But yeah, NBA playoffs are happening right now, and our our, uh, affiliated podcast, Press Breaker. Anything you need to know about the NBA playoffs, they're covering every week on a Friday. So make sure to tune into that. But thank you for tuning into. I do have a question. Okay. About press breaker. Is that a sister equal in side by side horizontal, or is that a, a subsidiary owned under the umbrella of the A12K company? All you need to know just helps distribute it um, on a platform that already had followers. So I don't think that we are superior. Um, I don't think that they are inferior. Do you own them? No. No, I just just help distribute. So I see everything that they do is on them. Uh, I did not provide any equipment or any guidance, really. So I've been on a couple of times and that's been fun. I should probably jump on there another time. But Isaac, instead of yeah. talking about what we should be doing or what other people are doing, let's talk about we don't want to talk about new ideas. No, 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 no. We want to stay complacent and yeah. in, a, in a place that's comfortable. Yeah. So um, like every week, we are back with another topic. I'm back, just like almost every week. Yes. So um, this happened because of my schedule, not DJ's schedule. He would have been here if we were on a regular schedule. So uh, it was nice to have DJ back, though, last week. And uh, he made some announcements. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which was was fun. Uh, A little bit longer of an episode. Wasn't planning on it uh, to be. But yeah, there's just a lot to cover. So if you haven't listened to that one and you're a fan of Marvel movies, I would definitely go back. 
and check that one out, episode 214. But this is episode 215, and we're going to go ahead and jump into today's topic. This topic was an idea that was actually given to me by a friend of mine. His name is Austin Knight. And so I would shout out to that guy. Yeah, I would be remiss if I did not mention that he gave us this idea. Now, he gave us a couple of um, the little topics that we'll be talking about, the subtopics, if you will. But Isaac and I, for at least four or five hours, sat down and tried to figure out what these uh, subtopics should be. So uh, I hope you clicked on this podcast because you're like, wait, what's going on here? Um, I think that's what happens for the most part when you listen to All You Need to Know, people say, what is going on here? Or what am I listening to? But this episode is going to be something that you can, uh, it's going to be a conversation starter for families. And so I'm excited about that. We're going to jump right into it. This is episode 115. Jeez, 215. 215. Today's, Today's topic, household controversies. I'm still baffled that you somehow missed the topic transition for mine when I went out of my way to point out that I was doing a topic transition and so then said it in the exact same way. You're talking about uh, the episode that you and Thad uh, That's right. were, were directing, uh, I guess that was two weeks ago, uh, whenever neither DJ or myself could do it. Yep. I scanned through. I didn't want to listen to it because I wanted to listen to it like a fan, right? I wanted to sure. just turn it on on a Wednesday morning and listen to what you all had to say about movies <laughs> yes. in the last decade. Right. I, skimmed, I skipped through it three times <laughs> trying to find it, and I just skipped past it, I guess, every single time. That's so crazy. That was my fault, but we've got the topic transition in the right place for this episode, and <laughs> uh, that's all that matters. So household controversies, Isaac, whenever we say that, we're discussing today yeah. some things that are, I think you could say, the leading causes of family fights or right. family feuds, if you, if I could yeah. say that. Can I say that well, without, without? I don't know. Right? It's got the big C with a circle around it. But um, these things that happen or these oh, yeah. things that take place or these decisions that you have to make are often the things that tear families apart. Yes. So whenever I said before the topic transition that this episode would be a conversation starter for families. Hopefully it's going to be a mediator for families. We're going to act as the middle middle man or the middle men and try to figure out what the right way to attack each subject is. So we've got 10 things that we have to get to today. And uh, Curtis has got the timer up. So I'm going to make sure to be keeping an eye on that because we'll try to keep it to 30 to 35 minutes. But three minutes of peace is what that math checks out to. So, Whenever you're talking about household controversies, yeah. do you think that, Isaac, if you clicked on this episode, you would know what we're talking about before we get uh, into it? Um, you know, probably not. If I had to guess, uh, you know, things that tear families apart, household controversies, I'm thinking you've got those family members that are saying, you know, it's the Mexicans ruining our country. Okay. You know? Well, before you go the any further, cities. I'm going sto- to stop you right okay. there. So the first thing that we have on our household controversies list is shoes on or shoes oh, off? Yeah, that probably makes more sense. Household controversies. So, yeah, we're not talking necessarily about politics or external. No, it might be a controversy. 
It's not what well, we're talking about. We're talking about the first question, shoes on or shoes off. So everyone's gone into a house before you, where, where yeah. they say, please take your shoes off. Some houses are like, hey, I don't give a damn what you do with your shoes. You can <laughs> you can keep them on. You can throw them out the door. If you're a Murray State Racers fan, you might go shoes up instead of shoes on or off. I still so don't know what that means. But. It just means, you know, how a horse has horseshoes on their feet. Yeah. You put your hands up in the shape of a horseshoe, shoes up. That's what Murray State fans do. So. For Murray State fans that are listening to this episode, the three options are shoes on, shoes off, or shoes up. But for the most part, we're just going to be talking about shoes on versus shoes off. off. So how do you feel about uh, those two options? And what do you think is the correct one? Right, right. Thanks for asking that, actually. Um, You know, it's a very nuanced situation. A lot of variables, a lot of intricacies. You have to consider the time of year. You have to consider the soil on your shoe you have to consider the type of shoe you're wearing you have to consider whose house it is you have to consider if they are uh uh, you know if they said anything or if they didn't say anything Mm. let us take an example right let me propose to you an example okay if you walk into my house in flip-flops and it is uh recently rained but i don't specify whether i say take your shoes off or or leave them on what are you going to do Take note that my foyer is laminate, but my living room is carpet. I had, that's actually a really weird specific example. Um, if I were wearing flip-flops and it had just rained, which I would probably not wear flip-flops on a day that it was raining anyways, uh, I would probably, because it doesn't necessarily matter, take my flip-flops off. It would be shoes off in that situation. So you would barefoot around in somebody's house without them giving explicit permission? Well, it just depends on what they prefer. And I think you, you made a good point. It depends on the time of year. I'm imagining like a hot July day and you walk in and maybe you just walked around the park or something and you got a good sweat going. And the thing about sweat, if it starts up at, you know, your head, it'll oh. go all the way down yeah. It'll roll all the way down your body into your shoes, at oh, least for the most God. part. Sometimes it drips off if it gets away from you, but for the most part, it's all leading down to the shoes. And so if you ask someone on a July day to take their shoes off, oh, can you imagine the smell? And then that smell tracks <laughs> into different yeah. areas of the house, depending it on true. Yeah, if, if you have carpet or hardwood. So I think, you know, we can't spend too much time on each subject. It is subjective depending on if you have like a hardwood floor house or a laminate floor yeah. or if you have carpet. I think people would be, but then you don't want the carpet to get dirty. Correct. Um, so it, it, I think for the most part, and we might put a poll up, I think Ooh, good people idea. are going to say most most houses would say shoes off. I am a shoes offer. I'm a sock user. So shoes off, socks on. I like to keep my shoes on, but if it's if someone if I walk into someone's house and they say, "Hey, could you take your shoes off?" I will do it. Okay, I will respect yeah. those people. Like remember, whenever uh, we visited, light your, a candle, your, maybe. Yeah, whenever we visited your grandparents up in Wisconsin. Yeah, I saw that it looks like they probably wanted me to take my shoes off. So you know what I did? I kept my shoes on because that's the kind of person I am. I just wanted to keep my <laughs> shoes on. But moving on to the next one, the next household controversy that we have, arranging the living room around the TV or not. Right. Now, now this is one I brought up. Let me explain yes. this to you. Let me make it a little more clear, right? The centerpiece of the living room generally is the hearth, uh, if you have something like that, and the TV if you don't, or sometimes it's both. So some people will center their all their seating furniture around the TV 
or there will be a little bit of furniture around the TV and then some external furniture. Yes. I know I, I've been to people's houses uh, where I'll go and say they are well off as far as financially. Oh, yeah. They have one living room that is for entertaining, right? So then the TV, the TV would be, well, yeah, I guess so. So if you have the sitting room, then all of the chairs are kind of facing one another. There's like a couch and a couple of chairs. And that's where you're supposed to go to maybe, I imagine, sip on a, a cup of tea and have a discussion about how your day was or uh, the latest uh, family embarrassment. Um, the other option, of course, like we, you mentioned, is to arrange the couches and TV or couches and chairs around the television that yeah. is in the room. I, for one, am for that, arranging the living room around the television because the way that I was raised and I grew up, I watched 24 hours in a day, right? You're asleep for at least six, six to eight hours. I watched at least 12 hours of television a day. Are you serious? So, That's not yeah. true. Oh, you yeah. make that easily. Up. When you were a child? Yes. Yes. So is that why I, you are the way that you are now? It is why I am the way I am. So I would say that for the most part, we arrange the living room around the television. And I like that because it also helps whenever there's a lull in conversation, right? Instead of being in the sitting room, like you mentioned, and there is nothing to detract uh, your attention, you're just literally like looking down at the carpet or looking out the window. But if you're having a conversation and there's a lull, everyone can simply just turn their eyes to the television. Now, do you like your couch on the outside of the TV looking side, or do you like it centered up looking dead ahead? I prefer a sectional where it gives you both options. Um, but if it that's is a, just, that's a very privileged thing to say. Sectionals are not that expensive. I couldn't afford a sectional. If the couch is just a classic three-seater couch, I would prefer it to be straight on um, with a place where I can rest yep. my, my feet. So possibly yep. a, a coffee table or an ottoman. You're going to put your feet on a coffee table? Hey, there's a quick, another subtopic. Coffee table or ottoman? Uh, I have an quick. ottoman with my blankets in there. Okay. I'm ottoman too. And it's, it's foldable. It's like an Ikea thing because, yeah. you know, I can't afford a nice coffee table. Sure. <laughs> or sure. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, let's move on to the next let's one. Let's move on. We were just talking about TV. So now here's another subject that we'll yeah. cover. TV on during dinner or TV off? Why don't you take this one? Why don't you start this one off? I've been starting on go all off. Of course, I'm biased. So uh, like I just said, I watched whenever I was a kid, at least 12, maybe even 13 hours of television a day. So we would usually have the TV on. An option that we also have uh, explored in the Eaton household is turning the TV on mute. So if there's a game on uh, or some sort of uh, my dad loves to, loves to sit down and watch a good old golf tournament. Oh, yeah. Uh, just turn the mute button on. That way, you know, you're eating. There's no distraction. But occasionally you can go and check and see, hey, how's Scotty Scheffler doing? You know, hey, how's Rory McIlroy doing? Yeah. Yeah. Any, you know, any professional golfers that you could? I know, I know. I mean, everybody knows Tiger Woods. You know, he okay. got to that into that. He was pretty drunk there for a little while. And well, got into some accidents and. So, uh, getting back to the, the the subtopic, TV on or TV off for dinner? Uh, you know, when you live alone like I do, it's just. Of course, my TV isn't in my dining room; it's separate. So, I will generally take my food if it's a if it's a portable food, and eat it in the living room in front of the mm. TV. See, I, I agree with that. There are some foods that you can eat on the couch, but I just don't – I feel weird doing it. I feel kind of dirty doing it. I like, to, I like to eat my dinner at the table or some sort of table. 
just yeah. because it feels it feels better. And then the spillage, if you spill something on the table, eh, that's all right. You can just clean it off. But if you spill it on the couch or a nice chair. What's the sloppiest thing you ever ate on the couch? <sighs> sloppiest thing that I've ever eaten on the couch. And I mean, I've gotten sloppy before, so I, I'm trying to figure out. You do get you're known for yeah, getting sloppy. Yeah, I get couch. sloppy. Well, my dad's drunk nickname is Sloppy Joe. His name's <laughs> his name's Joe. So uh He's not drunk very often, but whenever he whenever he gets a little tipsy, he's sloppy Joe. It's actually a really good nickname. <laughs> but I'm thinking that I've eaten Great spaghetti. Nickname. I've eaten spaghetti on the couch. You eaten spaghetti on the couch. Yeah, and it did that not is go well. Sloppy. And, that and is, it was, that's exactly what I was looking. And for. it was very labored, right? Because I'm having to like hold it with one hand and then like scoop and then twirl. So I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest it, and that's why I usually oh, eat it at a table. No, that's awful. I'm... But I think it though. if we had to go one way or the other, because that's what we're trying to do, I think it's yeah. TV off during dinner. Just just wow. sit down, sit down, have a conversation with sure. the people around you. Well, for your, okay. for your if circumstance, you don't live by, yeah. if you live by yourself, um, yeah, you could keep the TV on. I, you know, it doesn't really matter. But moving on to the next one, yeah. fruit in the fridge or out on the counter? I mean, you know, this question, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, you got to, it's too nuanced. It's a too nuanced of a question. There are fruits that belong in the fridge, and there are fruits that don't belong in the fridge. You wouldn't so, put a banana in the fridge. So here's what we'll do then. The fruits that are either or. You can put it in the fridge or put it out on the counter. Name I'm thinking two of those fruits. Apples, oranges, okay, lemons, grapefruit. Are you, eating, are you eating lemons? No, I hate lemons. I don't eat grapefruits, to be fair. So... Those are fruits that can go either or. Okay. Personally, I like a good cold piece of fruit, so I'm always going to put the fruit in the fridge if I can. Now, here's the here's the thing that I will say: the exception. If I am looking to make room in the fridge, the first thing that goes the fruit. Fruit. Yep. You know, if I need room for my pizza box, that's fair. Fruits out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you must have a really tiny fridge. I I don't, uh, I'm a fruit out kind of guy. Um, so you like a, a room temperature fruit. you like to in buy general. into an apple that's a little room temperature. I mean, uh, just in general, yeah, I would say. Plus, it's nice to have a fruit basket. It adds to the, it makes a, it make, make a house a home with a fruit basket. Mm. You know? Yes. And and the great thing about a fruit basket that sits outside the, the fridge is that no one eats it and then it all rots. And then, well, you know, a couple of days later, you reach... It <laughs> you reach you reach for that orange and it's all yeah. moldy and green. So hey, nobody's eating it outside the fridge. They're definitely not eating it in the That's fridge. true. Fruit, just throw it away, really. That should be the third option. <laughs> okay. Hey, we're still in the kitchen with this next one. It's about washing dishes. Right? Okay. Now that starts some fights. There's always the I'm very passive aggressive whenever it comes to the dish dishwashing. So um if someone leaves this a, a dish in the sink, if someone uh, doesn't start the dishwasher or put something that's dirty into a clean dishwasher. Those are the things that really grind my gears. And so now, this is a you have very somebody in mind household controversy. You have somebody in mind in your household. No, that I does don't. not say it. That, say who it is on three. On three, we're both going to okay. say who it Ready. is. Ready. Ready on three. One, One two, two, three. three. Undisclosed. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to say that. Um, but wash dishes immediately. Let them sit in the sink. Or throw them in the dishwasher. What is the right path? Whenever I'll it comes tell you to what dishes? the right path is. Okay, and it's, it's there's no like many of these, but there's flexibility. There is no flexibility. This is an objectively correct answer. Okay, 
you finish eating for your eatery wear, your dinner wear, mm-hmm. you hit it with a rinse and a put in the dishwasher, a quick yes. rinse off yes. of material. You place it in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. First, I need to say the rinse is crucial. You don't yes. want a plate, a half, a plate half full of food in the dishwasher. Exactly. Okay? Second, it's of gross, all, smelly. Yes, yeah. and and you know what? And then the and then the same for some cookware. Depending on the size of the cookware, you just wash it by hand. If you can fit it in the dishwasher, then that's fine. But for both eateryware and cookware, if it is like a lot of hardened cheese or maybe some crust or something that has burned to the pan, you are then allowed only then to fill it with water, let it soak so it softens. So therefore, then you can clean it shortly after. I agree. And it's really it's really not that hard. I think the only situation where you would let that let it sit is if you cook something and it just oh man it made a mess in that pan it's gonna have to soak all right that's that's something that my dad will say sometimes and he's not bad about leaving dishes in certain places i'm probably worse than he is but sometimes if if you cook a big good nasty meal and i'm talking nasty in the good context of the word okay and there's stuff that even if you tried to scrub it for a couple hours it's not coming off sometimes it just needs a good soak and so my dad, yeah. my dad will just leave a leave a pan in the in the sink to just to let it soak overnight. Now, I've never looked at the science behind that, but I've just always taken his word and said, okay, that, that makes sense. You gotta let it soak. Sometimes you just gotta let it soak. Sometimes you do gotta let it soak, but you don't let it soak for three days and then I have to come right. around and put it away. Sure. Certainly so you I, don't have to let it soak if it's a drinking glass, which you never needed to soak in the first place. I think that we are on the same page here. You either wash the dishes immediately or whatever is dishwasher safe, you throw it into the dishwasher. So send this episode to my father and let him know that. Okay. Yeah, I mean That's it's true. it's it's really podcasters open to whoever wants to listen to them. So he could just click on the link. I'm I, I probably won't send it directly to him. Okay. Um, well, but or you could do that too. That that's something that yeah, you could do. That's also true, I guess. We're gonna go on to another topic, a subtopic, because we're just flying through these. We're doing a great job. I hope that people are taking notes and making sure that they say, "Hey, this is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way to do it." So then they can take it to their families, and instead of starting a fight, they would re- be resolving a future one. I think that's the idea behind this. The next one we have: separating whites and darks, or just throw it all in the washing machine. It's an easy one. Another easy one. It's a throw all in at once. It's yep. quite a simple. It's quite a simple matter, you know. I think I think whites and darks. I think that was because old washing machines, what clothes were made out of, right? Yeah. Like I think they started bleeding because of the materials they were made out of, and and the old washing machines. But that's not a problem anymore. I agree. I I think Unless that it's like a really strong color. I guess. Could you say that people that separate into white and darks are pretentious? Is that fair? <laughs> No, I, I would, that's going a little bit far, but could you say about, that, that people one. that are separating whites and darks are living in the olden times? I would say that if you're separating whites and darks, you're still living in the pre late sixties mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this one, <laughs> this one we were able to get through quick. It's, it's just throw it all in there. It's throw it all in there, but you know what? The people that separate colors and whites and darks and things like that are, are people that grew up. That's just what they learned to do when they're growing up. It's the generation of people that that's what they, that's what the right thing to do was when they were learning to do that stuff. So you really, you know, you can't really blame them. People get stuck in the, in a normal habit. It's a, it's a very normal thing to do. And it's just a time for Tide Pods 
it's a time before these mega super quick washer dryers where you can put a load in and then it throws it into the dryer itself. I mean, that's something that actually exists. Yeah. I I would love that. I don't have anything like that. The really easy idea, honestly, you just get a stackable washer dryer. I actually thought of this myself. I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Then I looked it up and it had already been a thing. But you just put the washer on top of the dryer and then you go beep, boop, 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 put the clothes in the washer, washes it, drains it. And then it goes, drops it into the dryer, dries it. You open it up the dryer. It's all done. So you don't have, there's never a change. It's pretty nice. I would be skeptical that all of my clothes get in there. No, wet no, clothes no. stick to the socks. You, you yes. miss a sock or two. Oh yeah, the socks always kind of hang in there. Yeah, they're they're always be careful. They're always like it's like an action movie where they're just like gra- grasping with just a couple fingers on the side. Like yeah. I'm not going yet. I'm not going. Yep. So, um, yeah, just just throw it all in there. That one's pretty easy. I, I and I think that there might still be a little bit of controversy. Uh, with that subject, but I think for the most part, at least our generation is just like, let's just chuck it all in there and see what happens. Do it. Now, what have happens. have I somehow bleached some of my shirts before uh, doing that? Yes. Do and you, you use be, bleach? You might be asking your washer. Question, have I ever used bleach? No. What? Sometimes, sometimes a shirt will just come out bleached. Oh, like, well, that's it. See a shirt. I don't know how that works. Turns into a, kind of like a wash rag. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but an old no. T-shirt really works good is just hey there's something in the kitchen that i spilled wipe it up and then just throw the shirt back wherever it was it's kind of gross but it works so hey let's move on next subject sub subject face the shower or face away from it and whenever i say that whenever you're in the shower doing your business shampooing conditioning do you face away or towards well, let me ask you this can you see would a shower blast in the eyes? Personally, I'm a rotator. I'm like a rotisserie chicken in there. I'm always kind of hold I'm, on I'm, now. I'm facing and now then turning on. away and facing and turning away. <laughs> there it's is you on a, are you on a timer? No, no. Or are no. you is it task based or are it's you just, just like just I'm a gonna natural... stand for 10 minutes? I'm going to, well, to without minutes. stopping rotate. First of all, I'm not in the shower for 10 minutes. I'm trying to get in and out there as quickly as possible. I do everything right. that I need to do. A, it's and I'm just out an of example, there. really. But I just have a natural routine, and a lot of people do whenever they take a shower. Um, and I couldn't tell you what the science or, or the thought process is behind it, but I naturally, in different parts of my routine, face the shower head and then turn away from it. So this one is tough for me. And I would actually be interested to see what other people have to say. I think for the most part, people are going to be facing away from it. I'm on a, I'm in a way facer. Okay. Because, you know, you got to get your back clean, but my arms aren't that, I mean, I'm not, unless you have a big stick with a brush on the end, you're really not doing a great job. You can do the best that you can. Sure. You know, so you get a little more water exposure. Mm-hmm. Limitations. You have, the soap, you have the soap run down and you, know, you do what you can. But otherwise, you know, I don't want to have the shower blasted in my eyes. I'm trying to wash my hair. I'm trying to clean my body. What do I got? I got beams of water just hitting me in the face. I can't. I can't do that. I can't be bothered to deal with that. But sometimes you can stand in a position where it's not beaming you in the face. It's just like beaming your head. So it kind of washes out your hair. So oftentimes, I'm trying to wash my hair. I got to have my hair out of the water to shampoo okay. it. Okay. Well, I, I think that this is one that's a hot topic. Um, it's hot. I'll what go about ahead. people with above head showers that come straight down? How do they face? It doesn't matter. In that, in that aspect, it doesn't really matter. 
Um, and those you are like nice. those showers. Those are nice. I, I do like that. What are they called? Rainfall or something? Yeah, like that? but that, that's what I don't like about it is it does. I could close my eyes and just like imagine that I'm out on the street while it's raining and and I'm just taking what if you a just shower? imagine you're in a secluded forest grove instead. Mm. Now that's peaceful. So maybe I should do that. I, yeah, I yeah, well, you're the like guy a, imagining yourself on a busy I imagine city myself street. in like a busy city street and I'm just taking a shower. So that's awful. I'm maybe sorry I should, about that. Maybe I should change that up. But I'll yeah. go ahead and play the devil's advocate and say I face the shower. Seems like you're an away from the shower guy. So that one uh rotisserie chicken, they call you. Yeah, I'm the rotisserie chicken in the shower. So that one we have a split decision. We're not really sure. It's just up to wow. whatever you want to do. It is a controversy, truly. Staying in the bathroom, here's another subject. Toilet paper up or down? Do you know what I mean by that? No, I don't. You can't so, turn a toilet paper up. It's up, a circle. Up or down. Maybe you could even say over or under. And this is just how the toilet paper is put onto the roll. So oh, either either the toilet controversy. Either the toilet paper is over the roll, and so you can pull down on it, and it's just it just seems easier, or the toilet paper uh lies underneath the roll and you have to like kind of Put, pull down on it but then yeah. it's 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 facing away from you for the most part right how do you feel i'm an over toilet paper over all day yes the the um pulling part should be facing you it should not be on the back side it should be on the front side agreed um not only uh it is it not, not only is it the legal thing to do but if you've ever seen the patent for the toilet paper roll that who knows when that was made if you've ever seen the photograph for the patent it depicted it as frontward facing yeah yes it's um, easy and and that's one of the things out of all these uh that we've talked about so far if i walk into a bathroom and the toilet paper is under i get pissed off <laughs> I, i'm i'm not getting angry at the toilet yeah. paper or at the, I, I start, at the people i start gritting my teeth i'm angry at the toilet paper because it is the way it is um, but I'm also angry at whoever the culprit is, whoever put the toilet paper in like this. And another thing with toilet paper that we'll just touch on real quick is if you use the last of it, you got to make sure that there's some in the bathroom for the next person. It's kind yeah. of a pay it forward situation. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to waddle somewhere to get a new role because the last You're person. You're a waddler? Well, That's what am I supposed sad. to do? What am I supposed Call to do? Call somebody, yell out. Hey, I need sometimes, help in here. Sometimes there's not anyone that can hear my screams. So I have to waddle to get it. Put a cork in it and hope you All can right, make let's it. Let's not get too graphic. Um, and whenever I say that, uh, this next sub subject that we're talking about, we won't get into the specifics, but we will just ask a simple question. On that last one, we're both agreeing toilet paper over, not under, correct? If anybody doesn't agree, they need to visit a doctor. Sure. I agree with that. And like I said, let's not get too graphic with this next question. Still okay. kind of on the same topic. Sit or stand. Now, see this one. We've talked about this before. Yeah, it's interesting. Have we talked about it on the podcast or I don't I don't think. Yeah, so. it's, it's come up. Oh. It's come up multiple times. Right. Well, the then if you, well, then anybody that could remember uh, will remember that um, the the premise is a wiper. Do you wipe sitting or do you wipe standing? And the idea is that people that sit and wipe never knew that people stand and wipe and, the, and vice versa. People that yes. sit and wipe were like, what do you mean? And so there's supposedly half of people sitting and wiping that has no idea because that's not something you talk about. No. Um, that, that's that's stuff that you keep to yourself. Yes. You don't want and anyone you know, else to see you in, in that circumstance. 
That's right. And you know what? To really get to the bottom of this, we're going to have to get our hands dirty. We're going to have to, and excuse the pun, we're going to have yeah. to get really good up in here, okay? Firstly, I am, I'll say it, I'm going on live national television. I'm saying it for everybody. I am a sitter. Mm. And then I'm a stander. <laughs> you didn't a, see that a two coming. And one. Listen, you got you to gotta be a sitter so you can get the proper angles. Okay, it's right. basic, Attack it. basic mathematics. Yes. And then launch listen, angle. But listen, what happens? And and hey, stick with me there. Now let's let's like it out of hand. What happens if you don't wipe good and then you leave? What happens? Keep it simple. It's bad. Well, it, what happens is when you don't wipe when you don't wipe good enough and you're like walking around when you're like, oh like I like snap. I said, like I said, it's bad. It's not good. And we can right. leave it's, it that. Right. And well, it gets a bit itchy back there. It gets a little bit itchy, right? Yes, you're following. You're you're not talking a lot. You're looking a little uncomfortable. I'm just I'm just confused why you look a little bit uncomfortable when you would propose. No, it's just it's it's cool because uh, well, I didn't want to get into the specifics. I wanted to leave a lot of it up to the imagination, and the you're specifics. not doing much of that. What else um, could we? I'm not. <laughs> so it's good to know that you sit and stand. Um, well, because that's the natural. You want to sit to get a proper clean. You want to stand to give it a once over. Yeah, you sit it's, to it's conduct like a, your business. It's like and a you safety stand net. To... The stand for you is like a safety net. Just yeah, it's sure. like an insurance policy. Because yeah. if I stand and I you got to sign it twice. Yeah, if I if I if I sit, I think I'm good, and then I stand and I find out I'm not good. Back to sitting. Gotcha. So it's well, really around, just you know what I'm saying. It's it's uh, situational uh, for you. I yeah, would say that I tell me about you. Now. I'm a stander. And whenever we talked about certified stander, I'm a certified stander. (laughs) And the last time we talked about this, DJ had a, had a theory. We brought my dad on, asked him, and he was a sitter. Oh, what's this? What does this mean? Well, DJ thought that whatever you did was based on how you were taught, but it's not. It's so not. We've spent enough time on this subject. Um, this I'm one is so this one is either We could or. spend a whole t- a whole episode on that. There I could think. be a, an entire episode just called "Sit or Stand?" Question mark. Um, I've never put that up on the poll because I don't think people understand. But moving on to the last one that we have, and we'll get through this one pretty quick. Thermostat below seventy or above? You know, I like you it start? chilly. I like why don't it you below. Start with this one. I like a good 68, 69. Yeah. Right, well, that's even a nice, seventy. Uh, a door temperature, but a thermostat temperature is a lot different. I like it a little chilly. Um, I would rather be a little chilly, be able to grab a blanket versus sweating. I hate to sweat, so oh. I I don't want to be walking around my house, you know, struggling to get full breaths, uh, having congestion, uh, chest pain, you know, things like that. That's wow. That's and what some, 70 degrees some, does to you. Some might say that that sounds like I have symptoms of a certain disease that has yeah. has been going around. Um, yeah. But no, that's just what happens whenever the, the thermostat is like at 73. Oh, oh, can't do it. That's terrible. I can't yeah. believe somebody would put their thermostat at 73. Listen, around where I live, heat gets expensive. Okay. It's cold out here. Heat gets yeah. expensive. You you're out, you're my, out in Wyoming. You know what I know why I got my thermostat set on? 70. Take a guess. 70. No, it gets expensive, I said. That's not that's not that high. If you put I get it like a, I got it at 50. The hottest it is in my house is 55. Wow. Most of my rooms are at 50. That's cold. 50. Well, it is. But when you're paying, you know, when you're paying for electric heat, I'm saving some cash. What do you want to do? Some and I'll cold, tell you what, hard quiche. I, 
Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, I like a little bit of cold. I like using a blanket, but I'll tell you right now, drink a bit of coffee, get warmed up, but I'm not going to be out here paying 70. 70 degrees is ridiculous. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, there's no. a chance of snow tomorrow. No, no amount of money is, uh, is worth your comfort. I agree. So uh, I think we're going to leave that at below 70. And that's that's going to depend on on how how old you are. I think I think younger people like it colder. Of course, I remember my grandmother uh, used to say, "Oh my God, it's so cold in here," <laughs> and it would literally be seventy five degrees. So whenever you walk into an old person's home, it's usually around eighty, which is just oh, that is incredible. Can't do it. But I think we really covered all of these household controversies. I think it was a really good idea. Uh, of course, thanks again for the idea. Um, Austin. So that's going to do it for this episode of all you need to know. Isaac, any closing statements on household controversies? No, I thought maybe I should say something about sitting and standing, but probably not in your best interest. We'll just leave it at that. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This has been all you need to know. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at All you need, the number two, no, zero, zero, at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.